3: Welcome in to the and Audibles podcast. I'm Matt Prem, Eric Scopel, Jared Mack on the show. Welcome to another edition of the spring preview series. Uh, we have previously done the entire offense, the defensive line, linebackers. Now we're moving to the safety position, in which there's been some movement here. You know, Jordan Happel has graduated and has moved on from the program. Uh, Varone McKinley has elected to go pro. Um, He will leave with two years of eligibility left, but I don't think really anyone doubted uh, that decision. He was an All-American this past season. So both of Oregon's safeties are gone. Um, Who steps up into that place to replace them will be a primary discussion point for all of spring football. Um, And they probably got a big boost with Bennett Williams announcing he would return instead of turning pro.
2: It's hard to parse through this, guys. And I know we teased mm-hmm. this on yesterday's show, the boss part looms large here, because I think if he plays here, like it, it's interesting because it's like, I'm, we're including the star nickel position here and not at linebacker. I think that was clear on yesterday's show, but just to clarify that, and it based upon what Dan Lanning has done in the past, he does employ some sort of a nickel, some sort of hybrid position. So I expect there to be a role in the 2022 defense that is similar. It might be slightly different responsibility-wise. It might look for different body types, which is why maybe... What I'm perceiving as a fit there doesn't work. Um, it but it, it so let's say Basse is playing defensive back, like to accomplish that, somebody's getting pushed out of the starting lineup yeah. who was a starter last year. Um, because you had Jamal Hill who wasn't starting to begin the year, but once Bennett Williams went down, he filled back in at, at the nickel spot. Um, and you have Steve Stevens and Bennett Williams who I think both. Played pretty well. Bennett was really, really good to start before the injury. Steve was pretty solid. I know he had some shortcomings at times, but like both those guys are guys who've got starting experience at this level over multiple years. Um, Bennett was a guy who started at, Il- at Illinois and, and started a bunch of games there was, I think, an All-American, as a, fr- a freshman All-American, I should say. But needless to say, like, there's some talented guys. Um, so, like, to, to include Boston here, we're probably pushing someone out. And so what? I, how I perceive this um, and by the way, there are so few new players in the secondary, Jared. I might steal your segment here just because there's only one. Go for it. Yeah. Um, and 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 just to say, like they have right now, if Boss is part of this group, you have seven guys I would qualify as scholarship safety slash nickels. You have Jeffrey Bossa. You have Jamal Hill. You have Bennett Williams. You have Steve Stevens. You have Damon David. You have Brian Addison, and you have the newcomer Trey John Williams, four star safety out of Portland. Um, it's a group where I think you've got four starting caliber players without question. You've got four guys who started a lot of games already. Bossa has not started at safety, but he started at linebacker. And I think everybody expects and fully believes he's capable of being a real big contributor wherever he is on defense for the next, for the foreseeable future, for his time in Eugene. He was really impressive down the stretch of last season. In fact, I'd say he might've been the fifth or sixth best defensive player by season's end. you know, And maybe that's even yeah. underestimating him. I mean, he was in the conversation as one of their better guys. So I think he has to be in this conversation as a starter. Um, but like, who gets pushed out? And I think that's the hard part here is I went ahead and with my two deep, I have bossa playing that star nickel hybrid spot. I think that allows him to, to continue to build off of some of what we saw as a linebacker in the box where he was really effective while also playing in coverage, which is an area I know he has excelled at. I have Jamal Hill moving back a level and playing safety, and I have Bennett Williams also playing safety. Now, the potential issue is all three of those guys are guys with nickel experience, are all bigger-bodied guys. How is that going to impact things in coverage? And you notice I pushed Steve Stevens from that string, you know, from the top line to the second string. That might not make a lot of sense, and Dan Lanning might, and and you know, uh, Matt Pallowge and all of these position coaches might get together and say, I, I don't know about that, um, because your second string is probably three guys who are better in coverage than anyone on the top line, or at least from a physical perspective, with Damon David and Brian Addison. So um, it's sort of tough here to parse through exactly how this plays out. But I really like the fact that you probably have four guys you feel really comfortable starting. My concern is you've got literally like no one else after that with any experience that you feel great about. So um, it's sort of what we've talked about other positions where I think you feel really good about the top end guys, but there are some concerns about kind of who's behind them. Yeah, I mean, I feel like for the starting lineup, I've,
4: it's tough. I this just feels like you got to play your best players at those spots yeah. where it might not really matter positionally, uh, with like the versatility with those three and and Hill and, but it's I don't know because the coverage thing is is so important because you don't have somebody like, a Verone McKinley who mm-hmm. plays coverage but also can go down and be a heavy hitter at the line. Um, I feel like Jamal Hill or Bennett Williams is probably your best bet. Um, but Hill might not be the best in coverage and Bennett. We only saw for a handful of games. And although he did have, huh? Yeah, exactly. And although he had, you know, a few interceptions in that small sample size, it's also, you know, the competition wasn't great. Um, I I think the one thing that I love the most about Bennett Williams is his ability to tackle in coverage or at the line. Um, he's great one-on-one. And so for Oregon to have that, uh, that definitely helps their defensive philosophy. Um, it's just, uh, it's it's a room where, like you were saying, Eric, where you're probably comfortable with four guys, but figuring out who's going to start, it might just come down to who are the best three players. Or, you know, we, we still are pretty unclear about the type of secondary that Lanning and Powellidge and coach Demetrius Martin are gonna run back there. So well, that'll be a, a big question going into spring camp.
3: Yeah, the, the scheme by itself could help figure out some of this, um, what they run. And we mentioned it a couple times, the last couple of shows of just who fits where could, could kind of force this, but I agree with, I agree with both of you guys that it's almost a case where you need to just find your, if you play five, Find your your best five guys in the in the defensive backfield. That could be four safeties and right. one corner. That could be four four corners and, and one safety. Um, but but find your five best guys and then play them uh, and and play them a lot. Honestly, but the, it's it's one in which the, the safety group I think still has that star potential. Um, there's been a lot of guys that have come through the safety position group the last four or five seasons that are now in the NFL. Javon Holland, Brady Breeze, Ugo Amadi, and now more than likely Verone McKinley III will become the fourth guy. Um, Nick Pickett certainly is a, is a practice squad player. I think he's playing in Canada right now. Um, it, it, it's a position group that historically has produced some guys. I think – somebody out of this group it could be bennett it could be bossa coming from linebacker i think there's going to be a superstar in the safety group uh once again in 2022 it's just all about finding who that is this spring
2: and i also want to be clear i don't want to totally discount steve stevens and and his knowledge of the defense and of course it's yeah. a new defense but that was one thing that was was talked about a lot last year was I know maybe athletically he was a step slower, that was the perception, but he was really kind of a calming force back there because he and Verone were on such a, you know, the same page in terms of understanding what the opposing offense was doing. And so I've got him off the starting line. And again, if boss is playing linebacker, there's no question he's back starting, Um, you know, and this is where that kind of the puzzle doesn't make sense right now. We're missing some pieces about what they want to do. But I just want to be careful with Steve because he did start eight games last year. I thought he was really good at times. I think there were other times where you watched the tape and and you noticed he he didn't take the right angle or he was missing assignment, and that was disappointing. But he was also in his first year starting, and so you expect some of those mistakes to be made, even though he's an older guy. So, like, it's possible he is – a clear part of the starting group and it's possible spring camp starts next week. And it's like, no, he is one of your starting safeties. No question about it. He is a veteran. He's an important part here. Um, But I, as Jared said, and that was kind of getting at, I think if you're picking who you think the three best guys from this group are and bosses included, I don't know if Stevens is a part of that, just because I think physically the other three are so superior to some of what Steve provides. Um, And in terms of star power, it's, I mean, I think all three of, bossa hill and williams are good enough athletes to really excel um and part of it's just going to be dependent upon where they fit schematically because again like i'm not even i'm saying those are my three guys i'm not even trying to assign a position necessarily to them yes. because it's still unclear like all three of them have experience playing nickel um and really only williams has played deep safety so far so like between hill and bossa how do you figure that out i mean hill's basically only played nickel and bossa's only played inside linebacker. so to project where they fit is kind of a challenge here, and I and another player who I have mentioned is Damon David, who I know everybody was really high on, and you know a lot of a lot of comparisons to like a Javon Holland in terms of his ability to make plays in the air with the ball um, in practice, in terms of interceptions, knocking passes away. He could be someone that takes a big step. You see that oftentimes from first to second years, and maybe he's a player that we need to be discussing here because I think I'm talking about it like it's a big three or a big four, maybe. Davis or David makes it more of a big five. So, um, and, then, and then again, I know I'm mentioning all the names, but there aren't that many. But Trey John Williams is, is potentially someone who has to play a little bit if there are injuries or yes. if he's just good enough right away. So like, there's a lot of names to know here, even though I think we all kind of, we all kind of think like, know who we would prefer probably to pick here. But I just think it's hard to really do this exercise without saying what they're doing in practice or kind of how some of this fits together allow me to throw two more wrenches real quickly into
4: this we should note that steve stevens is coming off of a significant leg injury and we are still un- uncertain about his status for for spring camp um i would i would say there's probably a good chance that he's in playing shape but we don't know i mean we waited uh, you know eight months to see justin flo not in a boot so We'll see when that comes out and for spring camp and the other wrinkle is Eric, you kind of alluded to. uh, We all have Jeffrey Bassa, probably as a starter. Uh, He doesn't have any in-game experience at safety. He has played strictly like linebacker for the Ducks. And so that could be a whole different mode, a whole different game for him. Resort. I mean, obviously, that's his position that he was recruited as uh, at a a Utah as a four star recruit. But you know, he's going to have to learn that as well. And so That'll be another wrench that's thrown in there.
3: All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll discuss uh, some key questions, expand on them, maybe the one that we've talked about now, um, and also some spring game thoughts for the safety group coming up next year on the Odds and Audible's podcast.
0: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items
1: only. Exclusions apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
3: All right, welcome back to the and Audibles podcast. Uh, talking safeties for this position group, and um, I, I, I do wonder. We've 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 talked a little bit about lack of numbers. Eric's brought that up a couple times. Um, there's other positions that also do not have a lot of depth. Uh, one of which is the receiver position. And we've talked a lot about Brian Addison, or I have at least, about maybe the Ducks need to to consider moving him back to receiver after moving him to safety because of lack of depth issues. Um, But you could also maybe look to the cornerback position. Mm -hmm. And I understand that they lost Jalen Davies earlier this week uh, to the transfer portal. But maybe a guy like Triquez Bridges – who came to Oregon as a safety and moved a corner, maybe he could help solve some of the issues that you have at depth while opening the door for Dante Manning and maybe a Jaleel Florence or a Jaleel Tucker or maybe an Avante Dickerson to move into the starting lineup at cornerback.
2: Yeah, it might be a natural progression. Well, Here's the thing. So both Bridges and Dante Manning finished last year playing up until the bowl game. They were playing nickel. That was where they were filling in as backups to Hill because of number issues and because frankly they weren't seeing the field at corner because you had McHale and DJ were your guys. Well, both McHale and DJ are gone now. So there's two open spots. You bring in Christian Gonzalez, I think expecting he's gonna start. So to me, that's he's a starter. And I think between Manning and Bridges, probably one of those guys is the other starter, at least to open the season. And maybe one of these younger freshmen really makes an impression. Whether that be someone who redshirt like an Avante Dickerson, actually Dickerson did redshirt, but he played the minimal, minimal minutes last year. Maybe Dickerson takes a step. Maybe it's Florence or Tucker or Terrell um, or Darren Barkins. One of those guys is able to really elevate themselves. And that allows you now to move one or both of those players that we're talking about with Bridges and Manning who are a little bigger body types over here to play some nickel or to play some safety. Um, That could be a contingency plan worth looking into. Because like I said, I would fear the concern being that You could get to a spot with an injury or two here where we feel really good right now about there being a top four, but if one or two of those guys goes down, and frankly, that's kind of how this played out last year where Williams and Stevens were both out for most of the year or big parts of the season. If that happens again, you're in a really tough spot here where now you're basically relying on Trey John Williams to either start or play a ton of snaps. Is he ready for that? Or would you prefer to have a tri Bridges or a Dante Manning or somebody else from that other group, that corner group, that maybe kind of gets left out of the two deep have them come over, um, and I wouldn't even be totally stunned if, if spring starts and it's like, yep, Triquez or Dante or both of them are, are cross training or fully playing one of these positions on, you know, at the deeper end of the secondary. So um, I think good po- point there, Matt. And I was going to go the same direction in terms of bringing up those guys as possible um, options to fill in. I guess.
4: Well, we're uh, we're three for three in that idea because that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking of too. Because it really seems like uh, you know going into the recruiting cycle, Oregon needed depth at cornerback. And they got exactly that in the 2022 class. Um, They also landed Christian Gonzalez, who was recruited as a safety to Colorado, but played cornerback. So that's another name you could throw in there. But I feel like if I were Christian, I wouldn't come to Oregon to play safety. But that's just me. We'll see what Landing does. Um, But he could be another name in there. Um, I think if I had to if I had to make a selection of who would it be, I think I'd go with Matt and go with TriQuest Bridges, who you know, originally was safety, moved to corner. Um, I, I feel like the potential in Dante Manning, if he, if he figures things out, the potential is there for him to be really, really good. And I would rather take that potential with Manning at cornerback than Bridges. So that's just a me thing. Bridges is also extremely long and now he has coverage skills. Um, he can get back in a flash. Um, again, his long arms, I, I don't remember his wingspan off the top of my head, but it was absolutely absurd. I think it was, my, it might have been near seven feet, was it over?
2: I think it was 7-1 for Manning and Bridges. They both were like, yeah, my arms are seven feet, and I was like, oh, okay, you guys are both free. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why are you on the football field? Get on the basketball
4: court. Um, with those type, with that type of wingspan, that's really great for a safety going back into coverage. So. Yeah, it, the, the issue is when you take somebody away, then that group now has a positional depth issue, which is a corner with, for corners is an issue. And then if you're like, well, maybe we can convert a wide receiver and you know do the Brian Addison thing all over again. Well, then that group has positional issues. If they could get um, DJ Johnson to drop 80 pounds, they'd be great. It <laughs> would just, you know, take away from the defensive line and put them in safety, but they can't clearly. So it's a really tough issue. And maybe after spring camp, Oregon sees some more players leaving in the transfer portal, and they'll have maybe some opportunities to shore up some depth. But if there's going to be a position where somebody might leave in the transfer portal, it might just be corner of safety. Which is, the, which is the problem here if you're Dan Lanning. So we'll see where that goes. But, yeah, I think we're all on the same page,
3: and, like, they need to get another body or two there. Spring game will be certainly an interesting one to see play out. Spring football, I'm sure this is one Eric, who typically covers the defense for us, will probably have his eyes glued to. Um, there's going to be a lot of moving parts, a lot of interchangeable pieces, and seeing how the staff figures out who fits and where is one of the biggest storylines probably – going into spring football. Um, that'll do it for us on the podcast. Make sure to, to check out duckterritory.com for more coverage on the safety group while keeping an eye out for tomorrow's episode, which we'll discuss cornerbacks uh, and more on the Ots and Audibles podcast. Thanks for listening.
2: Talk to you later, folks.
1: Peace. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.